Too Many Comics, episode 169. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Listen, we're uh, successful and sticking to a schedule and uh, not getting backed up on news, so we should be able to fly right through all the haps and, and uh, talk about one very important book that that you know a lot of people have been following the last the last year. But before we do that, let's follow up on uh, some things from last week, Brooks. By the way, I just like how you pat us on the back for like just maintaining a regular schedule, doing That's what, what we're supposed to like, do. That, that like I take care of my kids. You don't get credit for that. You, you're supposed to do that. Well, listen, we took some time off there, so it's it's nice to be back in some form of a groove. All right. Well, tell me how Venom, a movie that neither one of us has uh, any real interest in seeing, it, it appears, is more successful than every X-Men movie, even Deadpool. So it has earned $780 million worldwide, which is kind of a lot. And it's expected to top Deadpool, which earned 783.1 in 2016. So that's like a stone's throw away. So it's beat all the X-Men movies, which that's not hard to do in most cases. So I don't understand this. How? I, I thought it sucked. Does that mean we need to see it? Should I mean, we put forth the effort? The, I mean, I'm going to see it the way I saw Suicide Squad, which is like, fine. Also successful, that movie. But it sucked. But did you like pay any money whatsoever to like rent it? Or was it like an HBO type? HBO type thing. All right. Well, I wonder how much longer we have to wait then. I did see uh, the, the headline that Infinity War was going to hit Netflix just before Christmas. Hmm. Well, that's good. That's like around the corner. Yeah, just a, another thing to uh, to watch as you're falling asleep one night. I need to throw something on the old TV. I did, by the way. I had some some spare moments this weekend, and I'm a big fan of like scary movies or like suspenseful movies. And I went and got The Meg. Did you know this? It's with Jason Statham and the giant shark. Okay, Gi- like I don't giant, know it. Like a giant, like a giant shark. Okay, and I watched that. It was it was you know it was popcorn popcorn viewing but it was it was fun the meg right. recommended okay. right, i mean i i've always been a big fan of shark movies things like jaws deep blue sea sharknado not sharknado but sharknado 4 yes that one i like the other three are no good so anyway yeah so um there's hope out there is all i'm, is all I'm saying okay that's fine so we talked last week about the confirmed rumors that the captain marvel movie was going to be about kelly sue's captain marvel um which wasn't too much of a surprise given that that book is what brought her sort of to the forefront a little bit in today's books and the look that they were going for was was based off of off of what she looked like in that those books um and i told you that i had my marvel unlimited was is about to expire at the end of november i thought i would look it up and see what captain marvel was doing in there if i'd have easy access to read it but before i did i took the old gander at comicsology unlimited and uh, lo and behold basically every issue is available to borrow so there's that. So you borrowed it? Yeah, I certainly did. Yes, I have not started okay. it yet, but okay. I borrowed all of them. Because I borrowed volume one. How many volumes are there? <sighs> that is a good question. I feel like there was four, the, and then some random issues that you need to download as well. Uh, fine. Well, we got the holidays coming up. I think I can own up to kicking this off and at least reading the very first one and and seeing seeing how it goes. Okay. Well, I mean, fine. I mean, I'm in until I'm out. For real. All right. All right, then. Fine. Whatever. Good. Yeah, good, good, good. Hey, so be <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, what, 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 what are you going to do? All right. Well, we did have uh, quite a big book as the uh, the number one this week, so let's let's get to discussing that. 
So Uncanny X-Men number one, this is this is a massive book. It was very, very fat. If you got it off of Comixology Unlimited, you know that it was like the director's cut where it had all this filth. So the basic idea is we've got these four writers who are joining forces. So we got with Ed Brisson, Kelly Sue, Matthew Rosenberg. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody, and I'm, and I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Brisson, Rosenberg. Uh, who was the other one? You said? Kelly it. Thompson. And then we got – I already said that. Then oh. we have like uh, Mahmoud Asrar and Harvey Silva, and I, I can't tell these. How do you say these? There's so much going on. The point is, so this is a bit of a of a of a reboot, so to speak, where the X Men are. Uh, it, it's hard to describe. So on, on one hand, you've got Jimmy Madrix, who's supposed to be dead, but not dead anymore. Um, looking for Kitty Pride, who later in the book disappears, as do other characters. And then we have a new core team that exist that, that that is cool, I think. And there's a cure for the X gene, which has been coming and going for years. And then it's over. And then we have two like like two or three sub sub books, right? Yes, and an epilogue. So, so where? <laughs> thank you. I love Latin. So where are you as a as a new? How lost were you? Because I, I I'm a veteran reader, and I was like, what's going on here? Let me, I will run you through sort of what was going through my head as I, as I read this book. So obviously I like Rosenberg and I like Kelly Thompson. I know of Ed Brisson. I won't say I'm his, his biggest fan or anything, but okay. I, like I know him and, and his work. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot in depth about the X-Men. I know like some of the main cast. I know the movies, obviously some, some things that have happened like with Avengers versus X-Men, that type of stuff. The, the, first page before you even start you get the sort of roster of characters that you're going to be encountering in the book and this was already like to a newer reader like me this was overwhelming there are 20 characters right here and okay. more probably more like uh, i wouldn't say more than half i'd say half of these i've probably never heard of so i have no idea of their powers zero about backstory or anything so it's already a, a little overwhelming okay and then I'm, you know, I'm dropped into whatever this story is. Um, but I feel, I do feel like they did a good job with these, with these younger characters, like following them through the process. It was less so. It was less about, you know, Storm Beast, um, the characters that that you know I, I know of. So I at least had, you know, X twenty three leading leading the way with some of these younger characters. Um, like I hadn't known much of Blob before, and you know, he's got a pretty prominent role in this issue and, and is around quite a bit. Um, I thought it was a fun it's, little adventure with those characters because it, it felt opening to me to latch on to these people that I'd never heard of, don't know a thing about them, and don't need to like try to en- entrench myself into the full backstory. Um, however, as I was like reading like the senator and, and like the storyline behind this, uh, like the one question I had was, has this just like all, has it ever been settled in the history of X Men that just like they're accepted? It's just like the root of every story is just like, that's that I like, told you before. Good God. I, I don't understand why the Fantastic Four could get a, get a, a pass uh, because they were bestowed with powers versus born with them. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah, always. Always in trouble. It's it's just because they're different. <laughs> it's, it's like every story, basically, of the X Men I've ever read is just like they're different from us. Let's get rid of them or yes. make a cure that stops them from being mutants. And like clearly, clearly, they've done a lot of good since they've been around. Like, what the hell? Come on, people! Like, open I your eyes that. that there are a lot of good ones, and they're helping you all. But so it, that side of it is just kind of like, eh, like, can, can we get like a little more original of the story? But but I will say, as as a new person, I was able to latch on to these characters that that I. 
I'd never heard of, more so than worrying about, you know, what was happening with Kitty Pride and Jean Grey. And maybe that means I'm missing the bigger story. Um, but it, it was more welcoming in that regard than I thought it would be. Well, so, okay, so we got people who are getting kidnapped, too. And yes. uh, and we learn, and I, I don't want to spoil much, but someone that you would think would be unkidnappable has also been kidnapped at the at the, at the, at the conclusion of story A. So I mean, I'm intrigued, and the fact that it's weekly, I really like because you just like let's keep it going. I do, I do like that. Comics, yes. The one thing about comics that can be difficult sometimes is that like you have to, like, a 30 day break, and you're like, where are we? I like I like the weekly. I like, I'm sorry that about, about the pace for the uh, people making this, but I like it for myself. So uh, we're already getting previews for the next issue, which drops the day after tomorrow. I'm well, excited. And we, you know, we many years ago we talked about our frustrations of Avengers versus X Men being delayed or, or some big book getting delayed and delayed and listen like there are too many comics that's what i'm saying that's pump it out weekly yes. if this is a big book and you've got all these people involved um yeah bang it out weekly you know a 10 week story and, and here you go I, I mean i think that's that's like the exact opposite sort of of what that the new jessica jones series did uh, but i think both the extremes are super helpful to readers yeah well so you're not going to keep reading this i assume uh i will keep my eye on it i, I, I won't subscribe it may be something i buy when i i go through hopefully they're not all what was this like six bucks uh yeah i mean i assume that going forward it's not going to be like i think it was like eight bucks Okay, I, I yeah. assume that, and also like super fat. I, I assume that's not the case going forward because no one, nobody would eight bucks a week. That's like yeah, that's thirty two dollars. Okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, I mean for God's sakes, uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, but I mean, but for me as a, as a longtime fan, I uh, I mean I'm in of course. This is the main X Men book, and and I I, I did enjoy I, I enjoyed it. But it did, but yes, but let's let's cut all the fat off and just have a, a nice clean straightforward book. Agreed. Okay. So, so we also. Have had last week i'm not seeing it in our notes anymore but didn't we have electric warriors as a number one to read yes yes we did okay um so this was i don't want to read this whole thing again but um <laughs> a bunch of characters from dc that i had never heard of earth can't choose a single combatant for like a a, a hunger games type scenario of a bunch of people battling one another uh, i was i i mean i just wasn't feeling this book i've never heard of these characters before they weren't seeming are intriguing these, are, to me at all. Are, are, are these new characters? Or are they? Are they I don't. That, that I, I, I didn't. I have no idea. Yeah, you know, like okay. the octopus well, one. I'm like, what is what is going on? So I so I so I did enjoy the art. So, so, so let let let's 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 spring forward here. So we're in the future, yes. and somewhere along the way, humans have been subjugated by animals who are now anthropomorphic. And I'm showing off my vocabulary. And <laughs> and there's apparently like a tournament of champions planet wise and in the past it's been animal like people to do it but now the humans want to have a seat at the table so we're sending two one human one animal which again is back to that octopus person but the human is also um the brother of a, of a human that's supposed to be going but it's kind of a bloodbath if he gets sent so he's like uh-uh I'm going to go for you. And then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the most clumsy way to describe this book? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a six issue miniseries that, that I'm just not interested in. It, it's like a weird, I don't know. It's just like the, I, I do think the art was cool. Um, yeah. it, it's, it looks cool. I think the characters don't look that cool. Like, like I mentioned, the octopus Kana, I think is the name. It's like just like a weird alien octopus type thing that I that I just wasn't feeling. So, uh, if you enjoyed this book out there, more power to you. And uh, you know, I hope that you are uh, pleased with the Galactic Games when they come to an end. I won't. I won't be there for the ride. I, you know, I would consider one more just just to see what's what. I mean, Trouble Foreman is the artist. Uh, we didn't discuss that. I like his work 
very much. He's done some cool stuff. Um, in, in my animal Animal Man, we did, we talked about uh, the Marvel Knights book. Generally speaking, I, I like his stuff. It's just it's just the, the the narrative here was was a lot to take to take up the nose. So, but maybe maybe yeah. All right. Well, you keep me filled in. Okay, I will. All right. So for next week, we've got Middle West number one. This is the lands between the coasts are vast, slow to change, and full of hidden magics. Mistakes have been made, and in this new ongoing series, an unwitting adventurer searches for answers to quell a coming storm that knows his name. From author Scotty Young and artist Jorge Corona comes the tale of Abel, a young boy who must navigate an old land in order to reconcile his family's history. Dum, dum, dum. Da, da, da. So I like Scotty Young art. I don't know that I've gotten into anything that he's written before. No, we did a book of his recently that we hated. We didn't. We ate, I hate Fairyland, was, right? That was, but that was, it was Bully Town. Oh, bully, or bully Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's better than that. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for that. Slim Pickens. What else did you get to okay. this week? All right. So um, I mentioned on a, a prior show, this could have been a follow up. Who knows? So I, I watched the entirety of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Have you watched any of this? I have not yet. Nope. You really, I'm telling you right now, you really need to watch. It's a very well-made show. I, I mean, legit. It's scary and a little bit violent, dark. Not what you would expect from like a teen kind of thing. Nevertheless, um, a la you know what we experienced with the Miss Marvel books not being available on uh, Comicsology Unlimited. All of the Serena books are also available on Comicsology Unlimited. So I, I, I started reading them just to kind of get a sense of like, how is this different from the book, the, the, the show I mean, and you know, where are the similarities? The answer is they're similar-ish, but the, but the actual like narrative is different. Like the, okay. it, it's, it is not you, – you, you could not read the book and be like, oh, the show is a complete waste of my time. No. I mean, it's presented similarly, but like, but but no, but but I but I but I'm I'm, I'm losing momentum here. The point is, it's, <laughs> it's okay, and it's okay. I, I like it. I'm gonna keep going because I'm curious to see, you know, given that I've read like three books, how it's gonna perhaps match up with the show, which I did enjoy. So there was that. Um, um, just, so- just because it's relevant at the at the moment, I'm gonna pull this weekly news thing and just and just bring it up now that Kelly Thompson is gonna be writing a new lighter Sabrina the Teenage Witch miniseries. Given that you've dabbled in the show you've read this the and knowing that we enjoy kelly thompson does that interest you at all no i i okay. say the thing, the thing i like the most about the show was that it was dark it was not trying to be funny it was not trying to be you know a, a, an easy watch it was for sure it was dark and i but i think i think it worked for it given that it was just a, such a different take on what we had with like the one with like melissa joan hart right. <laughs> i'm like <laughs> yeah, it, it could not have been more different than that but but i but it, it, it worked in its favor um i read catwoman number nine this is by joel jones who's doing the art and the um the writing of the book i still enjoy it but i feel like I, I'm, I'm losing some steam over this I've some somewhere along the way it's it's lost some momentum for me. Um, so I, I I don't know. We 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 did this as a, as a number one. Yes. Yeah. Have you read this any, any more of this? Or are you? No, I did, I did not. It's okay. It, it, the art is still fantastic, but I just it, it needs to pick up the pace pretty soon. And then uh, we'll go ahead and connect on this one. Gideon Falls number eight. So now I feel like we're getting we're getting some, we're getting some we're getting somewhere with this book, right? What do you yeah. Think? The, uh, the, the I'm forgetting the priest's name off the top of my head, but he's you know seeing visions that that he depicts as as if he's sort of living someone else's memory. He clearly sort of feels some type of connection to to Norton that he he obviously has no idea what it is they you know 
band cover some pictures of him so i, I think it's great that we are it's been, it's been such a mysterious book so far and telling two different stories of norton and what's happening there and what's happening here and it seems as though we're finally getting to the point where they're going to collide a little bit which uh, which yeah. i think which i think and, and hope would would lead to some more answers that, that we've probably been asking as we've been reading this so you know that's the wonderfully done book jeff lemire's great uh the artist super cool the the story is awesome uh you know happy to see it progressing somewhere a little more yeah i agree with you i I think it's great um i do think that this one also could run into trouble with just kind of plotting but i i feel like we're getting we're getting some some, we're getting some advancement in the plot just in time where it's like yes because again it is wonderful to look at it's it is andrea sorrentino is the artist of this i huge fan but at a certain point it's like okay like where what is this book Where, where are we going here so I, I like I like what's happening. All right, and the uh, the big one, Mister Miracle number twelve. My question to you before we talk about this is: How many times did you read it? Uh, three. Okay, I put in a good two and two and change. Okay, and I've also like looked up about you know what's going on here, and I think that the answer is it's open to your interpretation, not you, right. Alan you the universe what happened here what what does what does this tell you so are we led to believe that scott had actually died what was it the opening scene of issue one yeah um and he's sort of been we've been told a tale through um through his eyes of what he experienced since then whether or not he landed in hell uh, in heaven or it appears, from what I gather and what the reviews have said, had been given a chance to escape from either, um, and sort of did did not do that, and has chosen. It, it seems in his mind that he's living in heaven. I mean, he's got got the wife, a, a second kid now. Um, has, appears to have it up his sleeve that he could escape this if he wanted to. Um, you know, I mean, I I think I read some reviews where people took it super harsh that it was you know leaning towards a cop out or. I I kind of like this type of ending. I mean, it was it was a book that leaves it up to you, like you said, to you know interpret how you wish, how you saw things playing out, and uh, sort of leave with with the ending that that you wanted, how you how you thought that he might be doing, or or what exactly is happening. Um, you know, it makes it less about the DC universe as a whole, and sort of encapsulates it into this one story about Mister Miracle. Well, I also read there there was talk about you know if DC wanted to just ignore this whole story based upon the way this book was presented, they could. Yeah, and it was it was it was its own separate little you know little story here because it could be all in someone's mind or not. But like you know, I think that it would be foolish to expect there to be a you know wrapped up little bow story. This is the end. So I think you know what I mean. Like I think that it, it definitely made you think. Like, well, what did what it, was this all yeah. real? Was it a dream? I, I, I don't know. But I you know, but but they don't even tell you. Yes, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So I think that's also kind of part of the charm. I, I mean, I I, I think it would be difficult, you know, from here saying this was a bad twelve issue run. It was great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I think you know if you can just say, hey, you know, at the end of, at the end of the run. I'm not sure what happened. That's, again, part of the appeal. Yeah. And, you know, it leaves it open to, you know, if this were a TV show, that it could easily be a season cliffhanger. I imagine Tom King probably isn't coming back to the character, but, you know, as we've seen Marvel with with his vision, clearly they've fumbled around with his vision book was so good, so they want to keep it sort of going, but they already used some of the characters. So it'll be interesting to see what DC does with Mr. Miracle, if there's anyone that would want to try and tackle something like this a year or two from now. 
wasn't that part of the at the end of the book there was an announcement that something's going to continue with this yeah so the new and thrilling successor will soon be on sale look for it um but you know what i don't know what that means is that tom king is that something else so even that's up for interpretation because i have not seen any rumors or anything well and i read go. the websites right <laughs> <laughs> on to heroes for crisis heroes in crisis whatever it's called yeah which i also do enjoy yeah you know okay. you know a buddy a buddy of mine is like up the ass of reddit all the time i should see if he's seen anything do you do the reddit stuff uh occasionally yes okay well this person has like a, a steady stream all the time so i should be like what, what are you hearing back there what's what's, yeah, what's, what's the, the chatter subreddit? what's the subredditing i need to know <laughs> <laughs> all right the news this week so Marvel Studios officially revealed the MCU timeline. Have you checked this out? Okay, so I read this thinking it was going to say like what was going to happen with the timeline of Avengers 4, not that it was going to lay out like the years of the movie. The answer is yes, I did read this, but I, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't what I expected. Um, but it's okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think any reasonable person that has seen all these could piece this together a little bit, right? Like yeah 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 they sort of fall into an order in the story wise anyways um interesting you know i i read some other piece too before we started uh, that i don't think i put in the notes but um they were talking about that apparently the rumor is marvel is going to try a new different type of marketing for avengers 4 i don't know if you saw that story or not um though there was no details as to what that could be um though it, that they did confirm that it seems like that is the case since we have heard there's been no leaks. We've heard nothing, seen nothing yet. Um, you know, I think we all anticipate a trailer at some point soon, but you know, I think they are sort of walking a little fine line between, you know, if, if Captain Marvel has a big role in Avengers, but we haven't, we've only seen one trailer of Captain Marvel and we obviously haven't seen the movie, you know, how much of her do you show in a trailer? Like it's a, it's sort of an interesting tightrope they might be walking with how they're going to yeah. portray that. I didn't even think of I didn't think of that. When's, when's Captain Marvel coming out? It's March, I believe. When's Adventures 4? May. Early May. Oh, they're that close together? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's going to be great. Wowzers. I can't wait. Wowzers. Sorry about the timeline stuff. But I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the to brass tacks here. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. renewed for season 7. I can't believe this. Who watches the show? <laughs> Somebody, who apparently. Who? If you oh. don't, nobody does. Yeah, I stopped watching a long time ago. Um, and I remember a lot of reviews came out. It might have been season five or six. Apparently, it got really good again once they got past all the inhuman stuff. Um, you know, it's interesting that it's. it seems like if this was doing well enough to be renewed, that they would maybe pull it and put it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so, sort of interesting that sticking with ABC and still going strong somehow. I mean, I feel like this must be the last season well not that it really matters for us because we don't watch it well i know but it just i personally want it to go away i just (laughs) (laughs) i just personally don't want it to be around anymore uh i don't know i mean i again i i i feel like like you said that the people have said that it's it's good and and i think it's kind of been kind of smart how i hear how they you know align certain parts of the show to acknowledge things that have happened in the movies right like new york was destroyed or whatever it is but But now we're gonna get that with better tv shows yeah so get rid of this shit (laughs) send it to the bench so that's Uh, Yeah, Oscar Isaac has harsh words for X-Men Apocalypse. So I don't know if you read this or not. So the the main point of this is that Oscar Isaac, who played Apocalypse, clumsily so, basically was like, I signed up for this movie, I didn't know what to expect, and I had a miserable time being in in this 
awful costume. I didn't get to talk to anybody. I wasn't able to in, in any way connect with the rest of the cast because of this very, very, very bad costume. The end. That, that's 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 his words, not mine. Is is that not something that's discussed like with your agent before you sign on? I mean, I think you know Oscar Isaac was not a household name before this movie. Uh, in fact, what was he in before this? Uh... You, was he just Poe in, in Star Wars before this? I feel, I know he was in like something inside Michael Lewin or whatever. Okay. That's a, but so, <laughs> so, but like, no, but so not a, not a household name. The point is you get offered this role. It's a Hollywood blockbuster. It's the X-Men. You say yes. And then you roll up and you're like, what do I have to do? And I don't get to talk to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to yeah, hang yeah, out yeah, with Jennifer buddy. Lawrence. No, and I, I, I get to do uh, my, my, not even Michael Fassbender. Nothing. So I think that's his main gripe because he didn't get to like bump elbows with stars. That's well, his main gripe. Listen, he got to on the red <laughs> carpet for the debut. Sure. So anyway, so I, I think that that's interesting. On top of the fact that like no one thought that was the best of all the X Men movies, it was just yeah, wasn't. obviously it was just certainly not as good as Venom. No, according to the box office returns, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> the, indication. the the biggest news of the week, and I can't. We'll, we'll I cannot. I believe Sweet Tooth by Jeff Lemire has been ordered to pilot on Hulu. That's insane. So, you know, we talked about this book. I think you read it first and then had me read it. We both love this book. Um, Fun little story. Uh, You grow close um, with Gus, who is a boy deer hybrid, uh, leaves his home. It's an awesome story. I'm intrigued to see it come to life. Um, it is Robert Downey Jr.'s company that is producing it, it seems. Um, Jeff Lemire is a super busy man, as we've talked uh, numerous times on this show. Um, you know, I want to see it come to life. I'm interested in it. And as we discussed through text message, my only concern is if the line of Mr. Jeopard and how it is said by the actor that is ultimately hired is different than the way that I've been saying it in my mind since I read the It's got to be like way, way in, my, in my head. It <laughs> like, has I feel to like be. it would ruin it if it's not said like that. I mean, I think that you and I on our own came up with in our heads how it's supposed to sound. And it was something yes. identical. We did not, uh, we did not commiserate over this. No, we did not. It has to be Mr. Jeopard. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be. Uh, And he says it over and over again. Yes, I know. Uh, All right. Well, you know, we've got, if it's just not word to pilot, we've probably got, what, 2020 before we even see anything from this. So we've got a lot of of time to enjoy the thought of Gus in our head yelling out for Mr. Jeopard uh, before (laughs) it is ruined by uh, Hollywood. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, but uh, no, that's cool. So eventually we're going to have to create a, a new show about all the comic book TV shows. Too many TV shows. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Until next week when we have news of a uh, another book that has been optioned for television. Follow us at, too, follow us at TooManyComics.com. You know, we should just start taking bets on what the next one's going to be. Ooh, I have so many... I- I hope it's Descender. Well, that was optioned as a movie. But when? And when is it going to be made? I've heard Apparently no news. never. Apparently never. Oh, okay then. All right. Well, until next week. I've been reading too many comics.